recorded live in Golden Ox Studios. Welcome to another episode of Friday Late Show. This is a podcast about bombing because everyone does it. This episode is brought to you in part by DelightCafe.com. Calm and balanced. Hemp CBD dietary supplement. Has all the natural properties without the high of feeling of THC. I use it all the time, so I'm so calm. And unless you see me early without my CBD supplement, I put it in my coffee on some mornings. I've even mixed it, mixed it with ketchup and ate fries with it. Uh, great feeling without the high of marijuana or THC. Go to delightcafe.com and also save 10% by entering the promo code BRUTON. B-R-U-T-O-N. My last name is the promo code. B-R-U-T-O-N for 10% off at delightcafe.com. Also, I'd like to give a big shout out to silentfortuneapparel.com. It's a new streetwear brand I've been rocking. Uh, They have sweatshirts and hoodies I wear a lot. And they have t-shirts available on the website, silentfortuneapparel.com. The brand is dope as hell. Uh, It stands for Silent Hustle and Quiet Grind. That's Silent Fortune. Uh, Also follow them on Instagram, Silent Fortune Mafia. And SilentFortuneApparel.com gave me a promo code. It's Bruton. It's B-R-U-T-O-N. Enter that for 10% off on your purchase. Let you check out. Uh, Rock that new sweatshirt. Even tag me in it if you want. Or also tag Silent Fortune Mafia on Instagram. Um, You know, check them out. And now enjoy the show. On this episode of Friday Late Show, we have the very hilarious Clayton English. Uh, he won NBC's Last Comic Standing. He's been on TBS's House of Pain with Tyler Perry's produced show. Uh, he's wrote for numerous things. He's an all-around grinder and a new age comic, you know, one of my favorites. I even got to introduce him on his album that came out. Uh, we talk about that, too. Uh, this is a f- hilarious conversation for me to talk to Clayton again. He, uh, his insight on comedy, he's a very well-traveled motherfucker, so he knows what he's talking about. But the, the, some of the stories, I couldn't stop from laughing. Uh, we did come up with this thing where we kept saying, you can't even fall off. As a as a black comic especially, you can't fall off. Like Once you get on and people think you are on, whatever that means to them, you can never have a regular job, so you're just stuck being a comedy guy. Like, even if you're not a comedian, you're just a comedy guy once you fucking fall off. So that was a very fun conversation. Uh, listen to that. You, <laughs> you'll learn a lot about falling off and how being a piece of shit audience. You know, sometimes we do this shit for you. You know, it didn't failure. We just, we might have took an L in front of you. Don't make us feel bad. We already feel bad enough. So I like the fact that I was discussed and on top of bombing. You know, it's a bombing show a podcast. So that's the whole point to discuss those things, how we feel. Like we can't even fuck up in front of y'all. So I hope you enjoy this episode like I did making it. Enjoy. On this episode of Friday Late Show, I have the very hilarious and soon to be legendary Clayton English. Boy, man, I, yeah. I like to give people good yeah. intros. 
No, nah, you've been good with the intros, bro. Oh man, like some guys you did my album. Oh um, man, yeah. You t- I, when I found that out, I was like, "That's so cool." I'm, <laughs> I might not ever make one, but at least I can say I was on one. <laughs> you got one coming, bro. I was man before the, you know before the shutdown or the blip, what I like to call it. Before the blip, a lot was going for me. I was doing my right. little, doing a little bit, but it was like, damn man, it felt like I was doing the right thing. Now I was like, shit, I'm second guessing. Is it worth going back to it? I mean, I, I still fuck around, but I don't have my heart ain't in it right now because ain't nowhere to go. For real? I mean, I still love it. I'm writing still. I'm, I started to try to write something with uh, with Rodney Perry on some TV show shit. Right, I just right, try to do right. Everything. Just, I don't want to give up just being creative, but the stand up part can't be around people, and that was the most fun part. I know, man. They turned us into outlaws. Yeah, like, we I, really are like some renegades. You these shows like Atlanta, the Wild West, though. Atlanta mm. is wide open. Mm. I know Chicago, not Chicago. In New York, you can't do a show uh, without losing your liquor license. If a club even tries to do a show, they lose their liquor license out there. They make it wow. short they performing. Wow, we a big part of this. Hopefully, we come out of it like the uh, you know the Roaring Twenties or something. We back to the, you know what I'm saying. People really like going out more, and you know what I mean. And, oh yeah, I think when they get out the house, they won't know how to act. Oh man, because people still they ain't really stayed in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. People like part. somebody had a stripper party recently. I'm like, damn. I thought niggas gave that shit a break. Not at all. The strippers got on masks, but butt naked. <laughs> butt true. naked with a mask on. That defeat the purpose, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ugly girls can start working now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has been an advantage for people that you know. You know, people that were scared to show they smile definitely probably living life a little bit easier now, you know? Like, oh, yeah. Them girls on Instagram who only grin, the Mona Lisa smile chicks. Right, right. <laughs> they can kill it now. Closed lips smiling. They can, you know what I'm saying? They can, they can. <laughs> I was actually talking. They can breathe easy. I think, speaking of Atlanta, I actually was talking to uh, Mia Jackson about, uh, she did an episode of the podcast. Oh, she's great. Yeah, that's um, the homie, man. Yeah, man. We talking about the bombs. And I, I told her about, uh, I did a bomb at Tito. Uh, um, no, at, um, what's the spot on Tuesday that Carlos had in Atlanta? Cats? Yeah, Cats Cafe. Cafe. That's what it was. Cats okay, Cafe. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Cats Cafe, and boy, they played, the, the drummer was there that night. <laughs> Oh, they had the live instrumentation on you. Man, you were you was there, LeVar Walker was there. They had just recorded the um Heart of the City in Atlanta. So Okay. Combs was talking about that. I was there with Marlon Ballard. And I, I went up and got some That's stage dope. time. And Rodney Perry was on his way. <laughs> I went up there, I tried a couple of them jokes, a couple of wind ups, and I got I got a ground ball the first one, got the first. That second joke I was out. <laughs> It just got worse. I'm like, damn, when the drummer started playing, like he at first I thought he fucked up a little bit, but no, nah, that nigga, he he oh my fault. I, he like he just played a real like a quick note, like bloop, I, oh my fault. I'm I, my bad. I ain't mean it. I was just back here fucking around. Right. I'm like, damn, nigga, Right, this, right. This nigga about to play me off with drum set by himself. Oh, so he wasn't really playing you off. He wasn't playing no, you he, off. No, he was playing me off, but he had gave me like a, I had a, another joke didn't work. He had just hit the drums real quick on some old boop. I'm like, oh man, all right. <laughs> you right. I I ain't see a light, but I heard a sound. Same thing, man. Right. right. That, that that's Atlanta for you, man. That's Atlanta for you. Yeah, I just I just wonder how it was down there. How is it like how easy or how hard is it down there being from there? 
being from there, I think it's one of the best places you can start doing comedy. Because um, I said the same thing about Cleveland, though. <laughs> you say, okay, let's see if it's for the same reason. The reason I say that for Atlanta is so many places that you can go up. Mm. Not a lot of comedy clubs. So sometimes we miss out on the comedy club culture and how that stuff all the way goes. And that's why sometimes, you know, I think in the past, cats from Atlanta, like they would be viewed a little more rough around the edges. Oh, he went over his time. That's because we don't have an actual comedy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've got like maybe two, three comedy clubs at any given time in the city. And but we got a lot of places where, where they do stand up. A lot of open mics and the amount of stage time you can get early on is where you know you go to New York. You getting you going to their open mics, you're getting three minutes. Mm-hmm. Four minutes out here in LA, you paying ten dollars, or you got to buy two drinks to get four to five minutes in Atlanta. You know, you could be a new person and you get a whole they give you a whole seven minutes, ten minutes. Mm. You know what I mean? So you start learning to build stuff up, and it's just such a it's the South. So everybody knows somebody funny. Everybody thinks they funny. Everybody got a funny uncle. Everybody got a funny cousin. So even on the mainstream side of stuff, whether it's a mainstream room, an alt room or an urban room, the audience is going, they're going to have a certain level of, you got to show me that you're funny. Oh, yeah. Like they got to, it's got to be shown. Like out here in LA, I noticed if you're in a comedy club, everybody that's getting up on that stage, the crowd is looking at them like they're a comedian, they belong there, this is what the <laughs> fuck it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. In Atlanta, you getting on stage at a pool hall or a sports bar and they looking at you like, man, who is he? Who does he, you know what I'm saying? I, like they look for you to, and, and it's just, it, it 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 turns you into a gladiator after a while. You'd be prepared for any and everything. And I think that's like that yeah. in all Ohio. Like we got, we don't have it as good as Atlanta because you got one city, so you can get a lot of shows in a in a concentrated people to learn how to get better. Mm-hmm. In Ohio, you can do that. You can get up a different show, but you won't do it all in your city. Like, got you. You got you to do a little drive. driving. Yeah, you might have to drive four hours if you really on that desperate. Like, I want to perform every night of the week. One night, you ain't going to have nothing in Cleveland. Like, we don't have weekend shows. Right. The clubs don't really give... We don't give weekends for newcomers. Right. So you got to go to somewhere right. else to do a showcase where they got a comedy scene but no comedy club. So you can do Dayton. Got a Saturday for you. You can hop on. Right. Columbus got a Saturday you can hop on because they only got one club. But Cleveland... Okay. It's the black club, which is hilarity. I mean, improv. And then the white club, which is hilarious. Right. You've been to both right. of them. You know how it is. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing those make you better as far as, that's, a, that's Ohio. So it's the whitest of the whites and the most hood of the niggas. So you got you right. learn how to do, right. you can balance in both of them. You're like, cool, I can go somewhere else with this 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 hardened universal act. And then you try right. to go other places. Right. But that's why we get better. Because we have to. Cause being a black comic, I don't know about the white boys. I don't know what they got to yeah. do. But I know when you're black, you got to do both rooms anyways. Right. So you get better that way, but you don't really get better from doing a lot of reps. You don't get a lot of reps here. Got you. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing about, um, you know, just being a black comedian. I think I was one of the first, between me and Lowe's, we were some of the first, I think, black comedians in Atlanta that was going to the other places. Mm. That was going to the mainstream room. That was going to the alt room. You know what I'm saying? Because we started looking at, like, stage time and stage time. That's how I was looking at. And it's like, I can get, if y'all only do stuff Wednesdays and Thursdays, you know what I'm saying, and a Friday, then what am I going to do on these other days? Let me go get some stage. Let me go. And then you start doubling up, hitting two spots a night if you can, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. all type of stuff. So 
Yeah, that, it, it just we we got to go. We got to extrogate it. I think that's that's you know we taught that as kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to work twice as hard just to get the same <laughs> as what they got. You know, yeah. so it's only right we apply it to the craft. Cause I, I can't think of one black comic who can't do both rooms. Like you got to do a white room and a, you can do a white. Like Republican, they don't know nothing about us room, and you got to do a hood room, and you got to find a way to not change too much to do both, because you ain't right, writing two right. sets. Ain't nobody writing two sets. That's crazy. You mm-hmm. and you can't try and make your set more one way or the other. You just talk that way. You can't try to go in there and say, "Oh yeah, you know how it is," and like, nigga, let me tell you, they ain't the same comic. Right, 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 right. So it's like you can't do both. So you might as well do it. You know, you got to sharpen that steel to make sure I can fight anybody with this bitch. <laughs> yeah, as long as they know what you're talking about. That's what I learned earlier on. As long as they know what you're talking about, you good. You might not be able to give the the, the white conservative Republican or uh, audience your deep dive on the Gucci Mane versus Jeezy battle. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. might not. They might not catch all the nuances. They might not catch the little, the little things you drive at the same time. You might not be able to go to the hood room and go into your deep dive about the Star Wars universe and how Jabba the Hutt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you ain't watch Disney Plus. Like, the hood niggas ain't really fucking with Disney Plus for real. I mean, they'll, they'll watch it, but when you yeah. go too deep, it's like mm-hmm. niggas know about Star Wars. We know about Harry Potter, but when you start saying some insider shit that might miss somebody, I mean, try it, but you got to explain it. As long as you can explain it quick and make it make sense. That's it, man. People only people only can't rock with you when they don't understand what you're talking about, you know? Yeah, and nobody talks about topics that are too... You can tell when the comic's too much, because when it comes to black people, we ain't the same. You can't just say, oh, he's a black comic. He's famous with all black people. Nah, we don't have right, a favorite. We right. don't have a champion. We don't have a people's champ anymore, right? Right, right. We all got our own opinions. We got college educated, and people didn't go to college. Then we got people who mm-hmm. cool with not going to college. You got niggas that are struggling. That's four mm-hmm. people right there, four different demographics. Like... Women laugh at different shit. They ain't they're not funny. They just ain't funny to us sometimes. It's like they not everything right. not funny to everybody. Like a girl's right. got a whole nother lane. They got their own style. They talking to their own people. Like we are. We ain't I'm not trying to change the mind of a white guy who uh voting for Trump two times in a row. Like he ain't my he ain't no. for me. That's not our goal. Our goal ain't to change nobody's mind. It's to mm-hmm. it's to let you see it through our lens. We shooting it through a certain lens. It's a comedic lens that's been filtered through our brain and our mind, and that's all we present to you. You know what I'm saying? And you said the ladies not funny. I used to think that Mm-mm. until I started doing comedy. Until I actually started doing comedy, and you just seeing like it's it's hey man, oh, man. some hey, of the girls. I, I, I hate that I even thought like that. Oh, hey, girls' boy. jokes to me are hilarious. A girl told me a joke one time. We just was talking, and she told me how. She hate dating hood niggas because they always make her an emergency contact. And the type of stress that come with being a hood nigga's emergency contact. His mama was cool with it. She's like, he your problem now. So like, she's like, this way she just broke down this nigga that put her down. She's like, man, this motherfucker, I got a job. Any other, I got a regular job though. Like to him, it's blowing his fucking nigga mind. You know, he ain't used to know right, shit right. having shit together. <laughs> and it's her talking that perspective. I said, that's fucking funny. Like, I understand it. Like I'm yeah. crying like them. I ain't never had nobody to my girl. I ain't really had nobody really my emergency contact to my mom. Right now I'm right. an emergency contact. Right. So I was like, damn, I'm an emergency contact. This shit is <laughs> a lot of pressure. You gotta stay sober longer than you plan to. Like man, this motherfucker ain't home yet. She might be out in trouble. I can't be signing no paperwork, hiding and, and drunk. Hilarious. <laughs> That's real, bro. That's too real. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I think, uh, what was it? Uh, it was, a, I, I think it was, it, it's so many funny people, man. Mia Jackson, Ashima, uh, so many funny females, man. The car out there, just oh, yeah. niche out there. Just niche the car, uh, Kelly Kells. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Ricky, she's hilarious. Pretty Ricky, my homie, Pretty man. Pretty Ricky, hilarious. Funny as hell. Uh, it's yeah, man, we got to celebrate the, the ladies too, man. I fuck with them. Oh, it's girl named, uh, it's girl in Texas. Ass. It's girl in Texas named Jasmine Ellis. She funny as hell too. Mm-hmm. Can't forget my girl E Duchess. Erica Duchess is a beast. She funny as hell. She say some of the funniest shit. Yeah, so- she was telling us a story about how she was fucking with a trap dude, and he said he ain't do nothing but just. Make plays at the Zaxby's all day. And I thought it was fun. <laughs> she was like, she was like, when he hop out the car, she's like, get the driver's seat in case we pull off. And she's like, okay. Like, excited about this shit. Like, that shit's hilarious, man. So shout out all those ladies, man. Go check them out. Cause I, even when I asked me, I asked her about how bad is a bomb for her versus a bomb for us. Because I do think that people view women differently on stage. Like, we both got to prove ourselves. It's just we got to prove different shit. Like, when we got to prove... Uh, well, we both got to prove we okay, funny. what you mean? Like, we got to both prove we funny. It's just dudes have a certain... When a dude go up there, another man see you, he like, I'm funny too. So he don't think you got to be funnier than him in his mind. When a girl go up okay. there, a dude like, man, she ain't even funny. Like, they got a different doubt in their mind. They got, they got a different doubt on them from a nigga who ain't trying to listen. Well, the women tell me that, you know, sometimes they get hated on, like... If you're too cute, girls don't oh, yeah. like another girl to be too cute on. That's what they've told me. So, you know, that could be an issue. But I think once you get past that, man, once you start... First of all, we're better than you. Whoever is up there has the <laughs> microphone. We are better than you. That's why we have the microphone. Like, it, don't wrestle with it. Don't sit there and be like, oh, I'm funny. No, you're not. You're not. Just accept what it is <laughs> in this moment. You're scared. You're scared to get up here and do this. We do this. At this moment, I'm what's going on right now. Let me take you on this journey now. If it ain't happening, it's not happening for anybody. You know, you know what I mean? But I think people people put too much of they, they own insecurities on the comedians. And we don't need no added pressure. You know what I'm saying? You're going to put what you think and what shit. Well, if I was you, I wouldn't. Say, if you was me, I wouldn't be shit. That's what would happen. Okay. I wouldn't be shit if I if you was me, man. Yeah, so, I, what I hated, you know, doing shows up here, uh, I would have to do both shows. I did VFW sometimes. So it's just, I'm the only black person in that motherfucker. Ain't even a black chef in this bitch. It's just me. Okay. I, so I, don't, I try not to say the N-word because I don't want them to think that it's that cool. Like, I ain't here for you to laugh at the word. They're not laughing at the joke. They're laughing at the word. So I feel you on that. I didn't say it I at all. I feel you on that. I didn't say it one time in this crowd. I just said regular shit. I ain't changed the way I talk, but I, I made sure right. they don't get that one out of me because they don't, they don't laugh at right. the same way. So at the end of the show, white dude, big white dude, old white dude, you know the face. He comes to me like, hey, man, you know, you can nigger it up for us if you want. You ain't got to hold back. I said, hold on now. Hey, I don't know what the fuck you thought. I was Whoa. Like, to my face, like after the show, yeah. he thought he was like, give yeah. me a pointer on comedy. Like, you just, you're loosen up. Give us, mm-hmm. you, you can nigger it up a little bit. Nah, no. Nah, you know what? I don't want to be here no more. It's Ohio. I, exactly. I, I'm like this. I know where I'm at, but I ain't gonna come back. <laughs> like I got exactly. I got to do better shows. If I'm doing this shit, I shouldn't have to be putting myself to this Sammy Davis Jr. bullshit. Like he got paid at least. Man, right. 
Right. Hey, man. And that's the thing. Like, I'm the same way. I don't want them to think that it's cool to say, because I don't like it being said. I don't care how hip hop you are. I don't give a f- I, I love hip hop, but I don't care about none of that. I don't care. That's how you grew up, who you was around. <laughs> For me, I'm from the South. It's got a different connotation coming from somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 I can't, I, I don't want y'all to think it's cool to say. And like you said, sometimes they laughing at the word and the use of it. And it's sometimes, I, I, I look at people, I'm like, damn, like, I look at it like this. My mom, you know, she'll watch stand-up and stuff. Sometimes she'll see people. And one thing she'll say, not about me, but sometimes she'll see somebody and she'll be like, oh, he say nigga too much. Mm-hmm. And, okay. But then my question is, is the amount of niggas you use it equaling up to your amount of funny? Because my mom never said that about Richard Pryor. Because he ain't overused She fuck with Richard Pryor. And he say it, he say it, but... It's funny. It's matching up to it. If you, you know what I'm saying. Like sometimes it's overkill on the word, and it's and it and I just I, I really don't like the white people saying that. Like I didn't had to check them sometimes. Just hey, don't don't say that around me. Oh, uh, and then it's always explanation, man. It ain't mm-hmm. even got to be no explanation. Just please don't say it around me, dog. You can say it around whatever friend gave you the pass. And why the fuck are we giving passes out? Why are we the only race that gives out passes? None of my white friends has handed me any type of coupon or anything and be like, hey, this is get out of jail free card. I got a Jewish business partner and I, I don't play with him with the race. Like, I don't talk about him being Jewish. It's like, it's not with minus the holidays. I don't say nothing else to him about it. I don't get mad at him and call him that ain't a part of the insult. <laughs> if I'm mad at the dude, right. like, I don't need him to, I don't got to call him anything besides an asshole at the time or he's late. It ain't too much more to right. it. <laughs> I ain't going to dig into who he is as a person. They, I don't understand right. like they think it's so cool, but I mean that's a whole other that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I know, man. I know, right? Like, yeah, but it's something you got to deal with. When I was doing the last comic standing tour, I talked about race in my set, and it was one, it was a few places where I could tell people was uncomfortable about it. And I remember at the meet and greet, this one dude was like, "Hey, man, you know, you don't have to talk about the stuff you you you're talking about," and it didn't make sense to me in that moment. Cause I'm done doing the show. I'm done doing. I'm finishing up a meet and greet. I just want to get the fuck out of there. And all I, I, I told him, I said, "Yes, I do." <laughs> I said, "I said, I said, yes, I do." And I didn't even know what he was talking about until I like left and got back to the room. I was like, "Oh, he meant the shit about race." You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what. And, and <clears throat> yeah, I have to do that. I have to do that. I even know what he's talking about, but. Whatever the fuck you telling me I don't have to talk about, the fact that you came up to tell me that I don't have to talk about it means it definitely needs to be talking about. I know. I hate the audacity of audiences now. I hate how our audience feel like they 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 paid for more. Like right. they, they paid for more than a ticket to get you to do your best. They come in like nigga, entertain me. Like, <laughs> bro, I'm doing I didn't come here to fuck around. Like if I bomb tonight, this could be my last show. If the word get out, yeah. <laughs> like if I do this too often. This ain't good for me. Like you, you gotta sit through this shit. I gotta live with this shit. Two different niggas. Like calm down. Right. But they are right. You just visited. Yeah. Like I gotta do this shit. To, I gotta do this shit in, in an hour. Like, like, like you thought this is hard for you. You get to go home next. I got another show. Right. Right. I'm trying to think. My fate. Mm-hmm. My. I remember the improv got me like that one night. I had a real rough one at the Cleveland Improv because they don't give a fuck about you. 
They only care about the nigga right. on the marquee. Whoever on the marquee. They, I, right, scene, right. I started to show off. They already fucking with me. I'm like, God damn, I'm from here. Y'all niggas act like I'm out of town. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And I'm like, Cleveland, God damn it. I just can't. And I was on the road at this point. So I'm like, man, I am I am doing this as a... I love the comic performing. Like, I'm a fan of the nigga going up, headlining. I don't need to be here for this this shit. I, I just, just want right. to hang out with my nigga. I want to be here, be, <laughs> be a punching bag. I'm like, you motherfuckers don't deserve funny. You just getting mad at the crowd. Some of y'all want to be assholes? All right, fuck it. Let's insult each other. Ten minutes. I'm going to wait till right. I get that light. Fuck all y'all until the light come up here. And I don't want an early light either. <laughs> tell the tell the assignment. Don't give me no early light. I want my shit at eight minutes. The whole time. <laughs> I'm taking all of <laughs> They're gonna get all this. <laughs> nigga showing up late, just like, all right, fuck it. We're gonna say fuck me. All right, look at this nigga. He don't care about nothing. He comes to the show late sitting in front. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Was it hard like when you did did you have to transition for the uh, last comic standing? Like, did you have to change too much? Because you don't cuss a lot. You don't. You're not a dirty comic. You're not a blue, or whatever they want to call it. You just you're um, a skillful comedian. So I mean, I, did you really have to tailor it for TV? I know TV's different. Not like the white people, like the TV aspect of it. Nah, just you know, you go do what you can and can't say. What's the you know? They, they're gonna give you brands. You know, I learned that kind of early on. You know. Can't do no music, can't do no songs, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, you know, all that stuff, like, because there's so many comedians in Atlanta that, you know, they used to rely on music. Like, that would be they, the, the punchline was they played this song, and it's like, you know you can't do none of that once you get on TV. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, I seen a dude in like, the club get mad because he had, like, four music cues, and he didn't, I guess what he's used to shows where they have a sound man. But, you know, some clubs, right. the sound man is the doorman, and the, the host. Like, this nigga seating people. Everything. Yeah, he yeah, doing the announcements. Everything. He ain't really... He just know how to use the shit. He ain't good at it. So he hit... He on, after he stopped the regular music, he ain't got nothing else for you. And you try to get him to listen to every last word. Like, when I say, y'all ever heard, bring that song up. It's like, nigga, he ain't in the back no more. He got two other jobs. Right, right. Like, I remember yeah, one you dude... Can't, it, go ahead, what you say? Oh, you, yeah, you can't... You're right. You can't write your set. With just those sound cues, because if you don't have sound cues now, what if you had a spot with no sound system? Exactly, man. You relying too heavy on some other shit that ain't what the fuck you even doing. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I did see somebody get busy on time with it. I seen Ricky Smiley kill one night. It was a, it was a, it was a oh, Martin tour. I seen tour. a bunch of people kill with it. I seen yeah. a bunch of people kill with music cues. The Martin it's, tour it's, is different. Yeah, well, all that stuff is different. I mean, you can use, but but TV is certain shit you can't say. Like, I got my weed jokes off. I got all my weed jokes off. And that's the main thing people would say about me not being able to do stuff. Well, you're not going to be able to do those weed jokes. Oh, I'd have you do this show if you could be clean. And and I'm like, man, come on. I can be clean. I just did uh, the Thanksgiving show to keep your distance. And it was clean. I might have slipped up once. But, hey, it's editing, baby. Well, slip up in what way? Oh, I might cuss. It might be a damn or a shit to slide out. I can I can usually avoid a fuck. Yeah, but like damn and shit. Actually, this point on TV, it ain't that works. Yeah, you know, but that that's the most you gonna get out of me. But I didn't slip up none on last comic. Um, only thing that kind of happened was I had time. I sat down because I knew it had to be at the three minutes, and mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not a person that times they set. I'm not that dude. You know what I mean? Like I just, but for this, I did it. I knew my set was three minutes. I knew it. 
New back and forth, get to some jokes. It was three minutes. Boom, I'm up there. They say, well, you've got a minute left. A minute going to pop up, right? I'm on stage doing my jokes. Boom, 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 boom. Go through my jokes. Get to the last joke I had planned on doing. The counter hasn't started yet. Mm. I'm like, damn, that's three. I know that's three minutes, but I still don't see the counter. So now I froze for a second. And something in my brain said, either get the fuck off the stage or tell another joke. And I started another joke. As soon as I started the joke, the minute popped up. And then it counted down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From there. So I finished that joke right on time. Keenan Wayne's like, yeah, you look like you lost it for a second. But he was the only one noticed. When I watched it back, they didn't have that last joke in there, that, that joke that I put in. And I realized, I was like, oh, that was probably a fuck up on somebody's part because yeah. my set was exactly three minutes. Nobody started that counter when they were supposed to. So my set was exactly three minutes and they cut out the last joke that I did just to stay up there because I thought, you know, my time was short. But that was the only thing that uh, that really had me worried. That That's the only time I was really like, okay, this shit could go wrong. What's the worst city after that? Like once you, because I met you, I think the first time I met you was in Pittsburgh. The improv. Uh, but what's like the, the worst, worst city? The performing. Like for me is. West Virginia and VFWs. I just, I'm not good for that. I'm not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not built to talk to them. I'm not here for them. Like they're not really. They not. We're not supposed to be right. talking to each other. <laughs> like it's like we not. I'm talking about you. This and there's no redeeming qualities when I talk about those type of people. I'm not happy about it. I don't sign. I don't want to be there. You start appreciate appreciating segregation. You're yeah. Like, I yeah. see. Why, if I had to be around y'all, I would want to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't, this neighborhood ain't that nice after all. Like, fuck this shit. Like, I don't need this cul-de-sac with a security guy and right. checking everybody's car. Don't fun. need it. <laughs> don't need it. Uh, uh, worst city, I think, was somewhere, um, one of these spots out here on the West Coast, but it was like the like Pacific Northwest, or it was like, Oregon or Washington or somewhere up there. That was pretty terrible. Um, once I was back on my side, I was good. Once I was back on the like the East and the the Midwest and the South and all that type of shit, like I think I was pretty much good in those places. Uh, few little places, Middle America. That that's probably where it was. You know, it was a little crazy, a little bullshit. I was always, I always heard that the uh, Memphis Chuckles was hard because I've only performed like open mics at Memphis and showcases. I ain't do no club in Memphis. I heard they had a hard uh, crowd for people who are not from the South. Like if you don't really fuck with them, they ain't, they're not really trying to get no new shit from from some northerner. Well, I think part of that, a lot of times when people come to the South, they don't acknowledge the people. You know, or they don't acknowledge them in a positive way. You know what I mean? Mm. And they just start talking about where they from with no, without even considering that they have no idea what a bodega is. They, these people are not riding the train every day. So if you got a <laughs> bunch of jokes about the train, unless you can explain it to them in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you got to acknowledge people. That's just fucking, that's just fucking manners. You don't go in nobody's grandma house and not speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, who is this little nigga coming in and not speaking? Like, like that's rude. You, you know how that is. Like, so, 
if you don't acknowledge the people, like you got to be like, man, I just got that man. What, whatever it is, whatever it is, you got to show them that, hey, I'm here in y'all city and I get it. And, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm going to talk you ever ate Come cookout on, before? Man. I ain't we don't have cookouts up north. I went down south, right. had some cookouts. I said, right. Oh, I, right. I, I, I don't you know go. how y'all niggas ain't got heart attacks, man. Three dollars got me a feast. There you go. There I'm you like, go, right there. The local right references there. work out for you to show that I fuck with the city. Sometimes it goes too far, but usually just refer to the fact you've been there. Just know something that you acknowledge is cool. I noticed something, man. Hey, I did that in um I did that in Bermuda. They loved it. They love. First of all, I don't think they get a lot of people there. But when I started talking about how narrow the roads were and how everybody was on scooters and how we was in the van, and you know, at first my girl grabbed my leg like she's scared. And I'm like, relax. You know what I'm saying? I said two more turns. I didn't grab her leg. Now we both scared as shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm like, and this motherfucker beeping to everybody. Everybody know everybody on this island. They love that shit. Uh, like afterwards, that's what I got the most love for, bro. Like. They was like, man, you crazy talking about that scooter stuff. That's real. That's just how we are now. It's like, yeah. I seen a dude, uh, every show that I work with one guy, every time we did a show, he talked about buying weed from a different part of the city. Like he told me, I was over on Blankety Street trying to cop some weed. That's funny. And I'm like, nigga, every time it was hitting, I'm like, this, he just found a couple streets out and just, you know, cleaning off of St. Clair. Uh, you say superior. You can say the West Side. You can say whatever you want. He would just say that little that's reference it. and just hit him every yep. time. I'm like that. Okay, that's mm-hmm. that's enough. <laughs> like that and you can go back going. to your jokes, and you can go back to what you was talking about anyway. As long as they know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man. That I mean, you go to town. You ask, what's the uh, what, what's the hood mall? What's the nice mall? What's the <laughs> nice part of town? What's the hood part of town? You know what I'm saying? Where's something to get something to eat? What club gets shot up all the time? Like, you can just ask the little shit, and then now all of a sudden, motherfuckers is like, oh, he right. He right. <laughs> he heard about right. it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a good bomb. Exactly. Like, that's a good bomb protection, is to just give a, show them that you've been there more than two hours. Just be like, hey, I was in town today. I was walking around. I, I yeah. got a feel for the place. Or put your joke there. Motherfuckers have a joke. If your joke ain't city specific, like I was in New York the other day and I saw, put the put the shit in the city that you in, dog. <laughs> like, is 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 New York important to the joke? Is L.A. important to your joke? Was it Seattle a part of the joke? If not, motherfuckers, just fit that shit in the way you at. Yeah, I was here last night, <laughs> and that's what. <laughs> any hotel, oh, man. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm not thinking about it. Yeah, any hotel, I can complain about every hotel. Even though I'm in a good hotel, just the hotel story always works. Right. Yep. Damn, that's oh. See, I'm I'm right. I might I might stick to this comedy thing to try that shit out. <laughs> man, you gotta try it out. No, I'm just fucking with you, but it's the shit you like to see. And sometimes, like Cat Williams, you saw it on one of his specials. He went crazy with Jacksonville. The Jacksonville shit. Yep. Yeah. And people was like, I don't know why he talked about it so long. First of all, it was funny to me, and, and I'm not was, even funny. If you, like it was hitting. They all then, liked it. And then you from there, it's going to double. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Yeah. He recorded a comedy show. He recorded a comedy show. And people, they, I hate when everybody can become a a comedy blogger. Like, you should know something. You can't just say, I think it was funny. Well, your sense of humor could suck. Like, we could not invite you anywhere as a regular nigga. Like, I mean, regular person. We might not want to hang out with you. And he already trying to tell me it was a good time. Right. Right. And then, you know, I don't know, man. It it, it seemed like, you know. 
For black comedy, they they celebrate. They don't celebrate. We don't. We celebrate success like that, dog. We celebrate motherfuckers that fell off or how they fell off or why this shit ain't being made no more. You know what I'm saying? What happened to the? You know what I'm saying? We want to do everything unsung, un. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, unforgotten. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I'm saying? And everything got it. Man, don't zoom in on my face. I'm still alive, baby. <laughs> You know when they do that slow zoom in, yeah. like a motherfucker dead, like <laughs> what happened with this? You like, man, he ain't dead. Yeah, you no, can't fall no. off. Yeah, that's one thing you can, and that's uh me and my boy was talking about this. When you get to a certain point in entertainment, because it happened with a couple of local rappers in Cleveland, and you have like you can't just go back to going to work. Like niggas won't let you. It's like they'll fuck no. with you. Like, you if you're like, yo, I ain't had no college education, I was lucky with that one shit, that song hit. But nigga, we ain't doing that no more. So I, I'm working here. You a waiter or whatever right. to make the men's meet. Nigga taking pictures of your ass and putting you on Instagram. So now you don't want to go to work because you feel bad about the shit. It's like you can't have a job. No. Like what I'm supposed to do for no. You didn't want my music, but I can't go to work either. Right, right, right. I fell off because of you. Yes. yes, I get it. You don't fuck with me. Y'all making me fun of me because I fell off. I know you don't fuck with me. They all showed it. <laughs> the charts. <laughs> Let me know. I would love to see that skit. Rub it in my face. I would love to see an hey. old rapper do that skit. That shit hilarious. Oh man, he's like. It happened to me when I was on House of Pain. <laughs> what happened? When I did Tyler Perry show, I was on House of Pain, right? Yeah. I got. I was supposed to do one episode. I wound up doing like fourteen episodes. So they would just call me whenever. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like I was a regular. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was a recurring guest star, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't there every day. Had a job, waiting tables at uh, little Papacito's place. I'm waiting tables around this bad boy. People come in, ain't you on what you call it? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, that, that's me. They're like, oh, damn, what you doing here, man? You must <laughs> fuck your money up. <laughs> like, how much did I got paid for that episode, nigga? Exactly. That's what I want to say. Yeah, I like, a work no. shirt. I got a name tag on, dog. I'm sorry. That shit is fucking. I'm sitting here. No, I'm serious. Like I would be in there, and they would be like, "Oh, like and then like like I got that." And then the other thing was, "Oh, Tyler Perry must not be paying y'all much." I got that. <laughs> I got that before, and I got um, I got um. What 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 I'm trying to think. I can't remember how they said it, but they was like they basically implied that I fucked up <laughs> my chance from being on the show or whatever. They was like they was basically like, yeah. Like it was it was basically like, yeah, I figured you was gonna get fired. Oh, like shit. some shit <laughs> like I can't remember how the fuck they put it, but I was just so hot about the shit, dog. Like, yeah. Cause that's the part that makes it yeah, hard. Definitely to- heard those. Because you can't come back. If you don't get to the top of the mountain, once you make that dash to be better than your peers, you can't come back with open arms. Like, they don't support it the same well, way. Well, that's okay. So I put it like this. They say this about black comedy. This is what I heard from some of the OGs. You got to be careful how you treat people on the way up. 
Because is those motherfuckers going to treat you the same on the way down? Because black comedians, we do be using, like, we'll, we'll break through. We'll break through. And then we'll do mainstream and we'll forget about the hood shit. But when they toss us aside, who we looking for to catch us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, how did you do us? Did you shit on us all the way? Did you, was you still, you know what I mean? So I don't know. But yeah, you can't, you can't go back to your regular, regular. That shit's worse though. Cause like I was only on, I was on a half, a, not even an episode. I was, I did 10 seconds on Black Ink Crew. Bringing up one of the comics, his dude, his storyline, he was a comedian. Walt. Right. I think it was Walt. Right. So I introduced him at the comedy show. I don't even get credit for this shit. They don't even say my name is the host. I'm just on that nothing. bitch, just saying his name, been there all fucking day. I ain't get nothing. I, I had some quality jokes, I thought, in there, hosting that bullshit comedy show. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> Cut your shit. Oh, only cool thing was a couple ex-girlfriends was at the house with their boyfriend, and they had to be like, oh, shit, he on TV. All right. I hear you. What'd you say? Oh, I said a couple of uh, ex-girlfriends was at home with a nigga watching the show like, oh, all right, maybe that comedy okay. thing working out. Okay, let me text him, <laughs> hey, big head. But other than that, I was like, man, I ain't get shit from right. this. And I, now enough people saw it that if I do some regular shit, it's like, this nigga comedy ain't working out. Like, I'm, actually, it's okay. Right. <laughs> I'm just paying right. some bills. <laughs> nah, man, you just got to keep going, man. You don't see the progress while you progressing and... Yeah, man. That, that like people see it and they think is 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 one. I, even the shit that they see, it's like it's, that shit ain't what it is. Like they just have no idea. Yeah, they think one time you get on TV, it's like, oh shit, man, you got paid a million dollars. Like, nah, man, I I'm not sag. I, they gave me the couple. They gave me two fifty, man. That was it. <laughs> it was like this ain't right, right. I got three grand for the year. That ain't a fucking income. <laughs> I can't right. I, like this one right. episode. Like, this check ain't going to change my life. It just made this month a little easier. <laughs> Gave you a little breather, man. Yeah. That's the one that I, I don't know. All right, so if, if I'm going to let you get, get out of here. Um, if you could give advice to someone in the South trying to come up, what would be the advice to not get stuck in, not just the bomb, but not to get stuck in the same rut? Like where should they go if they're in Atlanta or in the South? Where should they? What should they do to try to get universal? Oh man, get on the road. Get you some. Get you some road work. Drive to other cities. See if you can showcase. See what you can link up. Link the shit up as much as you can. Try to pack as many shows into one trip as you can. If you can, you know what I'm saying. If you can string it together, however, find a place to stay. Um, Nashville a good spot, Zanies, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how to how I go to work on getting into the club there, but everything. But uh Atlanta, you know, you got Uptown, you got the comedy theater, then you got hella rooms. If you come to Atlanta and you talk about doing comedy, if you about your shit, you gonna get some more. You gonna get some more work. You be able to string something together. That's the only thing in Atlanta. You come down there and sometimes, you know. That shit don't go how people want it to go. Cause <laughs> that shit, Atlanta just crazy. Like I didn't had it. Like where see it, and it's like, man, you just gotta, you gotta really, you gotta break down everything. You it, it, the comedy club allows you to be on that stage, and everybody except comedy club rules. 
Like a lot of the places you do comedy in Atlanta, you have to accept that this place is what it is. But you also got to remind them of that. Like, don't act stuck up. Don't fucking act fancy because you got a hookah. You couldn't afford a bottle. That's why you got a hookah. <laughs> a hookah was the cheap thing to share at your table. That was the way to go because you didn't have money to get a goddamn bottle. Let's not do this, people. Let's not act like this isn't what it is. Like So that, that would always be my shit, man. You got to make it real. Sometimes you got to goddamn go in. Like, let them know, like, hey, loosen the fuck up. Like, I don't know what y'all expected, but y'all ain't shit either. <laughs> you know, like some clubs won't let you do that. Some clubs want the audience to be felt like they're a, a bigger part. I've seen that from some clubs. They're like, yeah, don't, don't tell. I know the audience was kind of rough tonight, but don't, don't call them out on it. Like, I'm not here to be just beat the fuck up for no reason. Don't call them out on it. Yeah, the club. They asked me to not beat the club, beat the crowd up for what they were doing. They weren't even a good crowd. Every comic kind of said, "Oh, you guys are kind of rough." I called them out. Like, man, why'd y'all come here then? Mm-hmm. Like, you sat down. On purpose. You you got the seat. You're at the parking spot. You saw the marquee when you walked in. You knew where you were at. Right. You didn't get tricked, and we're going to have a presentation for property in this bitch. You knew this is exactly right. what you came to. <laughs> like, we ain't about to sing. We ain't dancing. No pyrotechnics. It's just us. And you, Ella, you ain't give a fuck. We ain't good enough. Right. <laughs> Damn. That's hilarious. That's funny. Nah, I'm going to talk shit to the crowd, man. All right. Hey, that's, that's one thing. We got to make it real. Oh, yeah, you in the room you with You got to make it real. We all in the you same gotta room. You got to make it real. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, I don't want to hear none of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, I came out the house expecting somebody else. Like, oh, man, that's crazy. You know what you saw. You know the ticket. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you came, you came here. You came here. But that's why I tell people, come to my show. You ain't going to be disappointed. And if you disappointed, you wasn't ever supposed to be there. My show is just a filtration process as much as it is a show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you, I'm finding who yeah. really fuck with me. Who fuck with me? Who gonna come out here and fuck with this shit I do? Who knew? Who knew to this? Who been coming out? That's the thing I miss. You go to these cities and there's people that been, I mean, I saw you here. I saw you here. I saw you here. And they not disappointed. They're like, oh man, you didn't do the one joke. Not I heard the same joke. Yeah. You they didn't do for that you. one joke. Yeah, you didn't do that one joke that you did last time. I'm like, damn, you still remember that one? I don't know. I'm gonna dust it off. If you come back one more time, like so, yeah. I miss all that. I miss getting on stage, but it is yeah. a different aspect, like a different look. Like, some people look at the joke like, oh man, you didn't do the joke I like, and you might do one joke that they heard, and they like, I heard all that before. No, he did this. That's his closer. Right. Like he, that's his performance. Right. Like you got right. to hear. Right. <laughs> like I heard all that before. No, you heard the one joke. The best right, joke. You right. heard the best joke again. That's it. Right. Yeah. Some people want to hear, you know, some people want to hear your greatest hits. And we as comedians, we don't really think that. Mm-hmm. You know, we think once it's out there, it's done and you can't you can't do it no more. And you I don't know. I don't know, man. I think we make up a lot of fucking rules for this comedy shit that ain't even don't even exist. No, nah, you can do the same act. Like you got the other guys like Seinfeld, they tell you all day, I do an act. I go up there and I do my shit. It can feel natural, but I'm performing. Right. We don't right. really take it as performance sometimes. We come out the gate having to be ready. We don't have time to but we don't get to bake. Right. Our crowd's like, right. oh, you a comedian, huh? Like, no, no, no. I'm an aspiring comedian. <laughs> no, you you doing it. If you up there, you doing it. 
It's like damn, you do it. ain't no more inspiring. They go to a you go to a high school basketball game. You like, hey, these niggas ain't dunking. Like, yeah, they, it's high, it's nice, it's JV, man. Like, give them some time. But nah, man, that shit go. That shit goes like you just gotta. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but it's like some people just fall in love with the joke instead of the telling of the joke. Mm. You got to love to tell that motherfucker, man. You got to tell it with the same energy you created it with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The thing is, jokes will get old to us. That's why we're not doing, you know what I'm saying? We'll do doing new stuff or whatever, and the jokes start getting old, and it don't start hitting the same. And it's probably because you're not delivering it with the same energy. That you created it with, because you we we don't they don't know that it's old. We know it's old. Like you got to present it to them. Like it's like like how you how you created it. So yeah, that's one thing I be having to do a lot. Yeah, I, I get that sometimes. But I think, man, I'm tired of this. They just met. I just it's my first time here, and I'm I'm tired of doing the one joke about something that got me my great reaction. I'm trying to make some new right. shit on on the job. I'm trying to do some new shit. Right. Right, like, right. Ain't going. I can't keep doing this rough ass set. I need to get home. <laughs> <laughs> like I need. I can't. I, I got to close it. Let me stop fucking around. Like I got a new one. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Just tell it with that. You know, we get excited about jokes. You come up yeah. with a new joke, you ready to tell it. Yeah, you want to work it out and try. You ready to, to tell it? it. Yeah. Man, it's funny to me. Trust me. It's, it's in there. Give me. Let me right. try it again. <laughs> Yeah, you show it off. You hold it up. You holding that joke up. You holding it up like Simba on the Lion yeah. King. You're like, look at this. Look at this. Y'all see it? Yeah. yeah. Hey, it always breaks my heart when I think, oh, man, they going to love this. This is hilarious. Then you like, oh, y'all don't get that. Okay. That was a moment in my car I thought it was great. All right. Okay. Let me figure it. I'm going to work it out still, but I should have gave it a little more time. I should have wrote this down. Yeah, and then the one thing is, when we do that, sometimes we put the punchline at the wrong place. Yeah. Sometimes the punchline is in the setup. You ever have them laughing at the setup, and then you get to the punchline and it don't hit? Mm-hmm. You're like, damn. And then the next thing is sometimes you get to the punchline, they don't laugh, but you don't give up on the joke. You keep going, and then you find a laugh. That's the that's the other part. So the audience always tell you where the punchline is. Yeah. Cause we put it where we think it goes, but I had a couple of those. Yeah. When you doing the joke and they laughed, you wrote it one way, but you performed it, and they laughing. They don't even laugh at the punchline. They laugh at the setup and the tags after the punchline. But the actual punchline, they just do it. that's connector. It's like okay, that's why that's funny. It's like damn, I thought right. that was the funny part. Right. Thank God the joke was funny right. overall, but the parts I wanted to be funny weren't really. Right. 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 Right, yeah. Hmm. I miss comedy. <laughs> How long do you think it's gonna be until things get back to like what month you think? You think it'll be uh, April, March, or summertime, or you? I don't know. Before that, because they keep trying to do it too pre- it's too premature right now. I hate they keep opening and closing. Uh, spring would be ideal. That would be great. Spring would be great. Um, I mean, 
when I go back to Atlanta, after my initial hanging out with the family, I'm gonna be in them streets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just gonna be out there. I'm be in the mix. Be in the mix. Be doing shows. Be doing every. I'm, I'm doing shit. I'm going back. December. I think I'm gonna get back out there. Just a little bit dabble. Whatever still. Whatever still dabbleable. Whatever still. <laughs> whatever still can be done. I'm going to do it. So out in California, you ain't. They have nothing besides digital shows. Uh, digital outdoor shows, a few little things like that. This is one little open mic speakeasy spot where you pay five dollars, you get ten minutes. Oh man! And I be seeing people in there too. It be people you know too, like people that be just trying to work on stuff because yeah. they got something coming up. So yeah. it be like it's it's, it's it's a comedy crack house down there. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers in there, man. I'm just trying to get my little ten minutes, man. I just need my little ten. Oh, I got man. a little special. I'm shooting, man. I got a little special. I'm supposed to be shooting something. Fuck. I need to get, fucking get in there, man. Oh, That's how it is. That's spending, how it is. Spending money uh, is hurt. I would hate to be in that seat. Like it's, it wouldn't seem worth got, it. Got, it's it's only worth it because of the convenience and. The accessibility is they do something every day. That's why it's no like you don't mm. have to wait for something to come up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it is other stuff. It's outdoor shows, it's backyard shows, is um I think the comedy store was doing something through the window for a little while. They had people on the patio. I think all that's gotta stop though for like two weeks. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> We need a plan. We need a union and a plan. That's what comedy needs. We need a union and a plan. I think I think that's I think that sounds good. I think that sounds good. We, I don't know what the plan gonna be. Yeah, but a union. But be the nice. union, because it should be a way. Like if you gonna pay dues and stuff like that, you should be able to have some type of protection. Because <laughs> like we out here it is, we can't, oh, we the least protected. We yeah. we we are we are. Um, as far as protection goes, I think we neck and neck with uh, street walkers, mm-hmm. prostitutes. We yeah. have about as much protection. Well, as- we get treated the same. We are some hoes. Like we get treated like hoes. Club owners are like pimps, and don't get started with the super pimps who they tell you sign your contracts and it's all, oh, man. I, right. I got it. You get my words like that. <laughs> hey man, if you can't pimp me. I'm a pimp myself. That's, That's what we can do. do yeah. but, all you can do but, is pimp yourself. You know. Yep. Take the power and, back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we own it though. Like, I wouldn't want to do anything else. This comedy, like, I, I can't. The stuff that's happened for me, I can't believe it. That's the only thing I like about it. Like, I wouldn't have got some of these opportunities. Like, that's just the thing. Now I get it why people be like, oh, you got to be out there. And it sucks to be out here because it costs way too much to be out here. Mm-hmm. If I can make what I make here Somewhere back else. in. Atlanta, oh man, come on! I'm out there fooling. You hear me? I'm living in a big mansion, big Mick mansion. <laughs> One of them ones. Just eat like the. Uh, but it's hard. It's 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 always something. Comedians always got to give up something. Yeah. Ain't no, I've never heard of perfect conditions, but also we wouldn't be as you won't really be good in perfect condition. That's the whole point of us being there. 
Yeah, that's probably how we got here. Yeah, because yeah, if it's perfect yeah. conditions, nobody wants to hear it complaining, and it sounds like it's a sad complaining. Like, <laughs> if a community just went up there and, like, if Rodney Dangerfield really had no respect and didn't see the irony in any of the shit, he'd just be, <laughs> niggas ain't going to pay for that. But if you ask right. like, all right, man, he, I get it, man. It ain't that bad. He laughing at the shit. Some bad shit happened to him. He's laughing right. at it. So right, right. It's just like, damn, man, we can't, we can't get nothing. Like, we got we to gotta stay being hoes. <laughs> Drink tickets. Nobody, rappers get paid man. money. <laughs> right, right. He got one song. That's only fucking five minutes of material. Like, I'm doing a That's half hour. Though, too. Right. That's the thing, too, with, with the mainstream side and the black side. The black side is money quicker. It's money sooner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as far as being a young comic. On the mainstream side, it's no money, but possibly better exposure, possible better links as far as the comedy world goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, not saying you can't get that on the black side, but it's going to be something probably adjacent. You know what I mean? But yeah, that, and, and I think that's why, that's why. You know, a lot of people stray away from it. If you can make some money somewhere, then, you know, but you got to make them plays, man. I hope they lead to something better. And that's what the hell is doing. And that's where we at. This shit going to come back better than ever. For most. Stronger than ever. For most. I think the ones that are really good going to show it and the ones that was like uh, hobbyists are going to fall off because they're, they're going to be in they the way. Well, they're going to be out here, but they're going to be in the way. Because people people going to want good shit. Like, you see, people like to hate. So they love to see you get crossed over. They love to see you get knocked out. Right. Nate Robinson. Yeah, That's we know cold. Nate Robinson's name. The, the other That's boy, cold. he just the white boy for real. Everybody ain't talking about and Jake Paul is a, a killer. It's like, oh, he, Nate right, right, Nate can't go out the house. Nate got to stay in. he don't even do that. He don't even do that, dog. He don't do that. <laughs> you going to get mad at somebody for getting beat at something they don't do. Like you could whoop his That's ass. Crazy. That's the thing. Like you're not gonna whoop his ass. Like it ain't like he got beat up and it wasn't like he was trying. It, he ain't get just stole on because he's soft. The dude caught him the first time. He got back up. Give him some goddamn credit. He took two punches in the goddamn head. The first one should have been enough. He's like, this ain't what I do. But I got heart. The I'm first get one up. was in the back of his head, and the yes. dreads went crazy. And he could have stayed down. Oh, he's like, you know what? Do we did this enough. I'm good. Because that second right. punch, the real knockout was the ones like, oh shit. You ain't learned your lesson. You when, when he landed on his eyebrow, I said, this man tried to catch himself with his brow. <laughs> his face broke his fall. Oh, my goodness. He's a meme. Like, he can't man. leave the house. Why, though? Why are we doing that to him? He don't even do that, dog. He don't even do that. A lot of y'all, a lot of y'all meme makers could get knocked out, too. We just don't know you to make a meme about you. Yeah, I don't even think he was talking crazy shit. Like, no, he was talking why confident. I want to celebrate that, dog. He just was confident saying, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to see him. Like any other boxer should say. You can't say, man, we'll see what happens. Not in a boxing match. You better say, I'm going to beat your ass. Right. Right. <laughs> Got the first. Uh, it was second round. It, was, it wasn't a great look, but we are not being nice about it. We aren't like, damn, Nate. Good heart, man. I'm glad you tried. It's like, damn, Nate. You are not an NBA logo. They did all kind of shit to him. Come on, man. They put them on the NBA logo. They done put them on mattress commercials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, done, 
They done had the kids from Boys in the Hood looking at them when they looked at the dead body. Oh, Come on, y'all. Y'all out of control with it. I like the one where it said this is when Andy walking in Toy Story, when Andy walk in the room. Oh, stop. <laughs> and the way he dropped, it's like, oh, shit. He got How y'all doing this? Like, what's supposed to happen at a boxing match? <laughs> that's what, that's Nate, <laughs> Nate did it for us. Yeah, it's he like, did nigga. it for us, dog. He did it for our entertainment, and this is how y'all treat him. <laughs> for us, dog. Like he got knocked out of a boxing match. Well, yeah, that's uh, you win some, you lose some. I've heard that one before. <laughs> like ease up off this. The dude wore his jersey. I'm like, oh my god, you don't even have a jersey, sir. We don't know the fuck. You the nigga who beat up niggas at this point. You just the white boy who hit a nigga. Man. Come on, man. Come on. Crazy. Nate won a dunk contest, and we are shit. We were so happy he won that dunk contest. He won the most dunk contest out of anybody. He won two? No, he... He won, like, three, three or four. Oh, shit. Yeah. I told... I said Nate should have jumped up and punched him in the face. <laughs> do what you do. Why are you getting out there and doing different shit, huh? Jump up like you about to dunk the ball. That white dude gonna see you eye to eye and you steal him in his shit. He wouldn't know what to do. He's flustered after that, man. Why are you trying to do shit that you don't do? Why? Why? He should have went up and punched it on his ass. Yeah, because he's... My thing is, he's an actual athlete. Verse... Come on, man. Jake Paul, who just... In, he in like... Picture shape, model shape, model muscles. Like these look good on camera. Right. Nate was in the NBA for over a decade. It's like, get this man his problem. He did some shit. And now we act like, oh man. Yeah. That I felt bad for him. I'm like, damn, you can't get knocked out no more. Damn, not even in a boxing match. Like niggas, niggas can't slip off. Right. Niggas can't you never fall off. <laughs> right. Like, we will not let you fall off. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm calling. I'm calling this episode. <laughs> you can't ever fall off. <laughs> like you that's, that's the theme off, of this dog. episode. Cause you, you oh man, you gotta be on the same leave the house. Motherfuckers told me I fell off when I wasn't even on. <laughs> that's the crazy part. <laughs> they done told me I fell off. I wasn't even on. Oh, you fell off. Off what? <laughs> fell off of. That chick, I ain't got no show with my name on it. What the fuck is y'all talking about? Crazy. <laughs> they are the worst fans. I, I hear niggas playing like Chappelle don't even be out here in these streets dealing with these niggas for real. It's like, oh no, he read. Yeah, they talk shit about anything that motherfucker do. We can't do shit. You Come know, on, man. You a comedian. You just you trying out materials. Like he ain't that funny. He did one thing Come you up. ain't like. That motherfucker body of work is real. Please don't right. say he ain't right. funny. Like you ain't laugh at that right. joke. Like he's a professional. If you don't joke like teller. it. Cool. 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 I don't get motherfuckers expect. What do you expect me to do with your opinion? What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I wish talent. I just asked people, what, what's your talent then? What you good at? What you aspiring to do? Right. What's your dream job? <laughs> right. Appreciate it. Uh, shout out everything you got going on that you want to talk about. Oh, man. Clayton English on everything. All the social media, man. C-L-A-Y-T-O-N. English, like the language. That's on everything. Um, let me see. Epics. I got a 30-minute special, unprotected sets. 
It's on Epic Season 2, Episode 6. Check that out if you can. Um, Let's see, what else I got going on? Check out any of the 85 South Show stuff I did. Check out dope movies I did with Comedy Central. I get high. I review a movie I haven't seen in a while, and they animate it. It's dope. Trust me. Dope movies. Um, The album is still out. Go listen to it, stream it, whatever's out there. Clayton English, all the same. I'm on there, too. uh, I'm on there, too. Yeah, he on there, too. He definitely on there. He bring me up. He bring me out. what is uh what else what else I got? I think that's about it, man. I think that's about it. If you see me or anything else, you know, keep looking for me. Clay names for everything. Watch the old stuff if y'all want some new stuff. How about that? <laughs> you watch the old stuff if you want some new stuff. Like that. Oh man, I appreciate it. Man, appreciate you, bro. Clay and English, everybody. Yes, yes. This episode of Friday Late Show was produced and edited by Jeremy Demery of Golden Ox Studios.